I want to know. Who was my father? What was he like? And why did all of England remember him? I belong to an artist colony here in Tahiti, and I also sometime write some little thing. I wonder if I have poetry in my blood from my papa, father. If you can help me, or write me, it would make an old woman happy. I know from a book that he lived in this house, the orchard in Grantchester, Cambridgeshire, in England, and so I am sending this letter to you. I hope that somebody kind who knew my father still lives there. I am sending the things I already know about my father from Times newspaper. I know he was very pretty. Mother many times told me I look just like him. I am tall, have thin face and fair skin and hair like Papa, like a Western girl. The whole of England love my father, but his heart belongs to Tahiti and to my mother, Tatamata. He wrote many poems for her. What can you tell me about him? About Rupert Brooke? I'm old now. I want to know. Was he a good man? Yours truly, Alice Rapoto. Obituary from the Times. Written by First Lord of the Admiralty, Winston Churchill. 26th of April, 1915. Rupert Brooke is dead. A telegram from the Admiralty at Lemnos tells us that his life has closed at the moment when it seemed to have reached its springtime. A voice had become audible. A note had been struck more true, more thrilling, more able to do justice to the nobility of our youth in arms engaged in this present war than any other more able to express their thoughts of self-surrender and with the power to carry comfort to those who watch them so intently from afar. The voice has been swiftly stilled. Only the echoes and the memory remain, but they will linger. During the last months of his life, months of preparation in gallant comradeship and open air, the poet-soldier told with all the simple force of genius the sorrow of youth about to die, and the sure, triumphant consolations of a sincere and valiant spirit. He expected to die. He was willing to die for the dear England whose beauty and majesty he knew, and he advanced towards the brink in perfect serenity, with absolute conviction of the rightness of his country's cause, and a heart devoid of hate for fellow men. The thoughts to which he gave expression in the very few incomparable war sonnets which he has left behind will be shared by many thousands of young men moving resolutely and blithely forward into this, the hardest, the cruelest, and the least rewarded of all the wars that men have fought. They are a whole history and revelation of Rupert Brooke himself. Joyous, fearless, versatile, deeply instructed, with classic symmetry of mind and body, ruled by high, undoubting purpose, he was all that one would wish England's noblest sons to be in days when no sacrifice but the most precious is acceptable.
and the most precious is that which is most freely proffered. The 30th of April, 1982 Dear Miss Arlise Rapoto, I was very surprised but happy to get your letter. I still live in Granchester and know the people who own the orchard. There is both a house, a beautiful garden with the same lovely orchard trees in it and a cafe by the same name. They passed your letter on to me, remembering that I might perhaps have known your father as I used to work at the orchard tea gardens as a girl. I too am an old lady now. I am ninety years old and a widow. I did indeed know your father, Rupert Brooke, for a while. I am